Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Massive show in store for you here tonight. Yes, the stream still is having issues. There's literally nothing that we can do about that uh, here tonight. So bear with us. Um, we are. We apologize that we have some issues. We will try to work through them throughout the show. Um, just bear with us uh, if there are issues going on throughout the show. But nevertheless, we do have a massive show in store for you tonight. We talk about some spring football. We talk about a lot of things moving forward. Um, and spring football, you're close to uh, coming up on a week until the spring football game. And then no football until the summer. No football until the summer. So we are wrapping down a little bit here on spring football talk. We'll mention some things Brian Kelly talked on. We had to kind of cut it a little short last night. I was getting frustrated with the stream. We're just going to have to battle through it. It is what it is at this exact moment until we can get that fixed. But we'll talk about Brian Kelly, what he had to say about uh, Matt House, what he had to say about a couple of freshmen as well. We'll touch on that here tonight. Uh, in case you missed it, Shaq came out and said uh, a couple of things in reference to um, the greatest athletes in LSU history. I've made my list uh, list 
and I will share it here tonight with you. I actually might roll off at first with that, and then we can debate inside the chat. So you can give me some of your best, and you can tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, Matt Trent from WBRZ joins us at 7.30. So any questions you have for Matt, fire him inside the chat uh, around 7.30, and we'll get to as many of those as we can as well. Also, we'll go around your SEC. Some It's rivalry week in SEC baseball. Uh, we'll touch on that as well. I'll give you my picks for this weekend. Who do I think is going to take their series this weekend in the SEC? I think that'll be a little bit of fun. And if we have time at the very end, can we talk some Zion? Can I just can we can we talk some Zion for two minutes? Can we talk about some Zion for two minutes? Anyway. Anyway. All right, a couple comments before we get rolling. Les Flick says, go back to Cox, get off Spectrum. I was never on Cox, never been on Cox, major pause. Um, I don't have a choice, guys. I, I mean, since the hurricane, they're out there doing work and, and, and stuff like that. There's nothing I can do. Spectrum is the hor most horrible internet service on the face of the planet. On the face of the planet, they're the outright worst. The outright worst internet service and cable provider. It's not even close. Shell McBride says, Shaq's comments. Yeah, we'll touch on that. We will touch on that uh, here tonight. Uh, I did make my own list. I want to know what you think about it. We'll talk about that as soon as we get out of the break. Uh, Brody Dupree on YouTube says, I think an underlooked stat is that LSU is 4-0 in game twos of the conference series. That is interesting. That is very interesting. I have not thought uh, about that much. Um, I would love to. Um, what's their record on Friday nights? I mean, they only have the two losses. So they're what? They're 2-2 two and two on Friday night games. So 2-2 two and two on Friday night games. We'll see. Holden Lee says, Zion's mentality is weak as hell after hearing what he said. I agree. I agree. I've been saying it for two years about Zion's mentality. Right? Like Zion's mentality. Everybody defending Zion. The dude said he's healthy, but he doesn't feel like himself. I can't tell my bosses that shit. So, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Kenny's right. I should have let it show off with this. This is in my notes. Um, we will just. I just want to take this time to tell the Sims family that we're thinking about him. I did not know Wayne Sims. I never met Wayne Sims uh, before. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a tragedy, man. I mean, the man lost his son in a, in a tragic accident, and then he lost his life, um, unfortunately, um, either today or yesterday. I, I, I'm not sure the details. One Team One Podcast was the one who reported it first. Um, man. Man. That stinks. So, yes, rest in peace to Wayne Sims. That family's going through it, y'all. And all we can do for him is pray for him. Uh, Ray Powell says, Ask Blake, do you think LSU will go after the OT from A&M? 
I don't see why not. I mean, Arkansas is going to offer him. I don't know why not. Kick the tire, see what he says. Shelton McBride says, how much tough sledding is McMahon having to bring the best players to LSU? He's having a lot of tough sledding. A lot of tough sledding. Uh, Chance says, Zion equals Ben Simmons. It's hard to disagree with that. It's very hard to disagree with that mentality that both of those young men have. V- very, very difficult. Zion... You know, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end. I, I don't want to get into that. So let's talk some football. I'll give you my top athletes, and we'll we'll talk about that. I, Shaq is 1,000% wrong on what he said on who the greatest athlete of all time at LSU is. We'll talk about that next. But before we do that, everybody stop, collaborate, and listen. Do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell. We, excuse me, we greatly appreciate you doing that for us. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell, podcast, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening, whether it be XM Radio, TuneIn app, wherever, rate, review, and subscribe. We greatly appreciate you doing that. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Barno and Sons, gmbarnoandsons.com. We're back in one minute. Let's talk about some LSU and all things about it next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Barno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell me, good friend, play Rafina. Sit you on by. We're back. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. All right, in case you missed it, and if you're joining us, I'm sorry the stream sucks. Uh, if I'm going in and out, just bear with us. There's not a lot we can do there uh, in reference to that. I'm sorry. So if you missed it, Shaquille O'Neal came out the other day and he was on somebody's podcast and he said something of reference and I look I'm just going to paraphrase right like I'm not going to go into great detail of what he said but he was asked about the question with uh, Angel Reese and, and if she you know where does she rank pretty much on I don't even know if they asked him where he ranks or where he ranks Angel Reese uh, on top of all of that. Uh, but Shaq came out the other day 
and said that Angel Reese is the best athlete in LSU history because, and I'm going to go based off of Shaquille O'Neal's logic here, because she won it all. Talking about Angel Reese. Now, let me preface this. This is not a shot at Angel Reese. This is not a, a me just throwing haymakers at her. I think at the end of next season, when it's all said and done, she could legitimately be on this list. But right now for me, she's just not. Let me tell you my top 10. My top 10 LSU athletes of all time. If you don't have Joe Burrow as the best LSU athlete, now, again, based off of Shaq's metrics, the best LSU athlete of all time is number nine. Like, there's no questions about that. There's no, like, if, ands, or buts. Number nine is number one. He led the best team that LSU has ever assembled to win a national title. He slayed the giant. He took down Alabama on the road. Trump was even in the building. All that mounting to him leading LSU to a top overall win, a national championship, you know it. Number two, the man that we're talking about in this hour, Shaquille O'Neal. Guys, Shaq is the most imposing human being that has ever walked LSU's campus. It's not remotely close. It's not remotely close. Over seven foot, 200, and at that point, 250, 275 pounds, Shaq did what the diesel wanted to do. Number one and number two, Shaq and Burrow. There, and, and for me, outside of number three, that I got at three, Pete Maravich, it's a long list down after that. Like, it's those three dudes and then everybody else. But just to wrap up my final 10, and I'm sorry if you can't see the graphic, if you're listening to us on uh, podcast, radio, but we do have the graphic up. But my top three, Joe Burrow, Shaquille O'Neal, Pete Maravich, Tyron Matthew, Ben McDonald, Dylan Cruz, Simone Augustus, Todd Walker, Billy Cannon, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson tied at number 10. Now, there are some athletes that I'm leaving out on that, right? Like, I'm leaving out Patrick Peterson. I am leaving out Angel Reese. So many great dudes. So many great dudes and women that have graced the, that have graced LSU without question. But to give Angel Reese the be, the nod of the best athlete to ever walk LSU's campus. Instead of Joe Burrow, in my opinion, is ludicrous. Now, again, athleticism and athlete are two completely different things. Joe Burrow is not the best athlete to ever grace LSU's presence. But the greatest athlete ever? Yeah. Like, I'm leaving off Chris Jackson. Or my dude, uh, my whom, I can't. Abdul Rayouf. I'm leaving off Abdul Rayouf, and I don't like that. I love him. Mahmoud Abdul Rayouf. Mahmoud Abdul Rayouf. Mahmoud Abdul Rayouf. Say that three times fast. Beetlejuice appears. <laughs> Shaq's crazy, man. 
And I know what Shaq's doing. He's helping building Angel Reese's brand. It's basketball. Kim Mulkey, his daughter's going there, is coming to LSU, meaning Shaq's daughter's going to play on the basketball team. Like, I get all of that, man. Number nine is number one. There are, you know, like I see Brody in here ask if Paul Skeens wins a natty and a golden spikes, does he make it? I don't know because he's only here for one year. I don't think that he can make it as the best. But I will tell you, like, again, my top list, how you can have Joe Burrow, Shaq, and Pete Maravich in, with really and almost in this exact order, I don't know what to tell you. Tyron Matthew was one of the, was probably the best defensive player LSU football has ever seen. Ever. Guys, what he did in 2011 is uncanny. Okay? Everybody wants to talk about Patrick Peterson. Fantastic dude. Athlete. Goat. Can't deny it. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson combined in 2019 for 39 touchdown catches. 39. Look what they're doing now in the NFL. Now, I know that it's not when they were at LSU. I'm just saying. That's the magnitude of how good they were. I only reason I put Billy Cannon on here, quite honestly, is because he won a Heisman. Billy Cannon is not a better athlete than ha- more than half of these dudes. Ben McDonald was the number one overall pick. Dylan Cruz is hitting 500 in the SEC right now, and as a hitter, might go down as the best LSU hitter of all time. Alex Bregman has no business being on this list, even though I think Alex Bregman is one of, if not my favorite baseball players, in existence. Simone Augustus, the Final Fours, the scoring titles, all of it. Todd Walker, career batting average over 400. I mean, what are we talking about here? Come on, man. Don't be capping. I, look, I, I see people in the chat ripping me alive. Lolo Jones is definitely top 10. Travi, I I don't disagree with you, man. Xavier Carter's on that list. Mondo Duplantis is on that list, even though Mondo was only one year. But, like, I get what you're saying. But we're talking about athletes, not who's the most athletic. Shaq said that Angel Reese was the biggest athlete in LSU history, not the most athletic. If we're talking about the best overall athletes, or athletes, excuse me. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all better stop with that, that, that hating on Joe Burrow, man. There's a difference. There's a difference in saying that somebody is more athletic. Guys, two-thirds, if not more, of the football team is more technically, by your standards of athleticism, more athletic than Burrow is. But when you just talk strict athlete, come on, bro. Come on, dude. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? It's a great debate. I would wish that Shaq would come, you know, come on and debate this. He won't. But And I get what Shaq is doing. But again, this is my order. Rip me alive if you want to. Joe Burrow, Shaquille O'Neal, Pete Maravich, Tyron Matthew, Ben McDonald, Dylan Cruz, Simone Augustus, Todd Walker, Billy Cannon, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson tied at number 10. That's my list. If you want to rip me alive, do it inside the comments right now. But anybody saying Angel Reese, as much as I love her to death, she's a queen bee. (laughs) 
old girl, she's, I love her. But if anybody's going to put an athlete over Joe Burrow with the criteria that Shaq laid out, what are we talking about, bro? What are you talking about? All right. Spend way too much time on that. Let me, because let me talk about this LSU baseball team in about five to five to eight minutes or so, because we'll get Matt training here and we'll talk a lot of baseball. I want to go back to Brian Kelly and Matt House, real, or Brian Kelly in his press conference yesterday and talk about Matt House. And just because the stream was bad last night, I was in and out. I, I want it's as much as I can. I want to, um, I want to go back to this Brian Kelly thing for, for just a minute. You know something I went back and listened to, and I like, no, this is something stupid. Don't do this. I like reading some of the transcripts of what coaches say because I think you do miss a lot. So I went back and read the transcript today. You know what's something that I missed that Brian Kelly talked about? Unprovoked. Now, he was asked about some of the freshmen and, and some of the midterm guys, but he could have put the entire freshman class in one category, right? Like, he, he could have picked out some guys. He didn't do that. You know what Brian Kelly went out here and said in his press conference yesterday? I want to talk about the incoming freshman at wide receiver. Why of all the freshmen, you have JV and Taviano. I know that he's talked about these guys. But what has stood out to Brian Kelly about these stud freshman wide receivers that's standing out so much to him. Because in that transcript, this is Brian Kelly's words. I don't want to forget to mention how good these freshman wide receivers have been, the way that they get out of breaks, how quickly they've picked up some of the offense. Kyle Parker and Jalen Brown from what it sounds like from Brian Kelly is having a really damn good spring. Most coaches and most coach speak. They will label freshmen into one class. They won't necessarily pick out the one guy, right? Like if you listen to any coach in the SEC, they don't normally pick, they'll just pick out one guy. Brian Kelly called out the wide receiver room from the freshmen. What's interesting, I've been talking to people because, look, when we go out there, man, and, 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 and openly enough, there are some days I've missed this spring because 20 minutes, man, is 20 minutes. You know, like, basically, we're out there watching them warm up. We're checking roll, if you will. I talk to people inside that building Guys, the, the freshman Kyle Parker, rut row. You know, there was, there was some video that was circulating. Somebody posted, posted it to me on Twitter. Kyle Parker looks pretty good, the three-star out of Texas. Now he's got Louisiana roots. He's technically from Louisiana. They moved to Texas or whatever. I, I will say this, and... I'm just, I'm cautious because that room has so much talent, right? Like you have Chris Hilton Jr., Blazer. 
You have Brian Thomas. You have Kyron Lacey. You have Malik. You have some really good dudes in that room. Really, really good dudes in that wide receiver room. For Brian Kelly to say, and I'm quoting, don't let me forget to mention, so, he was asked to an extent, but not to where the words, like some, when he quoted that, he's legitimately speaking to you as something that he saw that day. So whatever Jalen Brown, whatever Kyle Parker, now Jalen Brown was a little nicked up, had like, I think they said a hamstring. They said, Brian Kelly said he'll be back Friday. So if that's the case, then what's up with Kyle Parker? Now, I, am I going to come, am I coming out here and saying that he's a starter? No, I don't No, Like, don't get that. But there are things when you hear coaches, like you remember when Orgeron talked about Jefferson. Remember when Justin Jefferson was a freshman and he's like, man, you know the guy that keeps getting open and make, keeps making plays? Justin Jefferson. Y you guys might not remember this. Did you know that Justin Jefferson wear like, wore like number 37 and the first play that he had from the line of scrimmage at LSU was a Matt Canada jet sweep? Right? So... Sometimes you get in situations where a guy like Kyle Parker and this freshman wide receiver class is coming out here and unprovo unprovoked making your head coach, who you know, I know, and everybody knows, is just really damn good. Why is he coming out here and talking about him? I thought that that was interesting. Brian Kelly was also asked about Matt House. When he was asked about Matt House... He quickly and easily came out with Matt House is the same dude 10 times out of 10. The way that he's at practice, the way that he's in meetings, the way that he's on the field, he's the same exact dude 24-7. He's easy, easy to communicate with. What's interesting about that is Brian Kelly, for what it's worth, came out and talked about the communication and how it's picked up defensively. He talked about Harold Perkins. He talked about how the DB room is looking a lot better. Or 32, excuse me. What did I say? 37? 37? But Brian Kelly coming out and, and talking about his defensive coordinator as greatly as he did. Brian Kelly gives you two sound bites a uh, 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 press conference. Two big ones. If you listen to them, you'll catch them. If you don't, you'll miss them. I think this team's gearing up to be really, really good, man. I just think that this team is, is gearing up to be a really, really, really good, just all-around team. Guys, I, we, we sit here all the time on this show. We talk about offense. We talk about defense. We talk about special teams. Not enough about special teams. I can run through the stats for you again, but at some point you got to turn on the film. What do they have returning? What has history taught us? What do we know about the SEC now that we didn't know about last season, especially under Brian Kelly? You have a big game one that you have to overcome in Florida State. You have a lot of hurdles that you have to overcome through the summer. You got to get some of these guys back healthy. You got to get Mason Smith back on the field. But man, I, I gotta tell I gotta tell you. My vibe around this program is just different.
I think you know it. I think I know it. I think coaches around the SEC knows it. You know, some coaches you talked to in the SEC had a conversation. I talked about this on uh, on Tuesday uh, on the Rafino and Joe show. You know, they gave us something. An, an SEC coach from another program gave me something. And you should hear the difference on how they talk on BK versus how they talk about Orgeron. It, it's different, man. It's different. You, you, have, you have the... You, you you have people by notice. Now, you're not going to be the hunter anymore. You're going to be the hunted. Let's get that clear. You're not the hunter anymore. You're the hunted. So, as long as we're on that same page, there you go. All right. Matt Trent joining us in one minute. We'll get to him as soon as he comes in. Uh, Brown and Parker making moves like X-Lax. Jesus. Perry Diarluce says, Tommy Casanova before Matthew, three-time All-American. <sighs> Guys, come on. Y'all going to really get on me about moving Tyron Matthew? Maybe should I have Tommy Casanova in here? Maybe. Maybe. You're probably not wrong. Sports Illustrated said that uh, Tommy Casanova... Was LSU best, ball, uh, best player? No, he wasn't. In 1971. I mean, guys, that's 1971. Uh, he, he didn't win a Heisman. I get it. I mean, you're gonna who who you're gonna put him in front of these studs, man? I I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I mean, Simone Augustus was a four-time All-American. And Joe Burrow is considered one of the best quarterbacks to ever. Joe Burrow is considered to be one of the best quarterbacks to ever play college football. Ever. Ever. He might be the dude. Okay. With that being said, if you <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? For us to say that he, you know, come on, man. I I hate this one, too. I hate this one, too. Meaning, I hate that I didn't put him in here. He says, Kevin Falk is top 10, Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that kind of pains my soul. That kind of, I, I'll be real with you. It kind of pains my soul. Just to run through it again, since everybody's talking about it. Let's see what, let's see what Matt has to say. Look, I wonder if Matt agrees with me. Here's my top 10 list again of LSU athletes of all time. Cause Shaq maybe do it. Burrow, Shaq, Maravich, Matthew, McDonald, Cruz, Augustus, Walker, Cannon, Jefferson, and Chase. Wonder what Matt think Matt Trent thinks about it. We're gonna talk some Kentucky baseball versus LSU with him next. Wonder what jersey he's wearing or shirt he's wearing. You know, I, I'm feeling Oklahoma-ish. I'm feeling Oklahoma-ish. My man loves him some Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma just seems like a Rudy Poo of a state, doesn't it? I mean, who who goes to Oklahoma? Hey, honey, you want to go on vacation, to Oklahoma? 
stupid. Talk about Carol Falls, Matt Trent next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back. Why are you wearing a beanie? I don't know. I, it just it just felt like it would. It just I don't know. It felt good. It's a really nice jersey. Isn't it great? How cool is this? I love I love Oklahoma State's jersey with like the bat as the underline. My camera's slipping here. We're we're, we're struggle busting today, you know. I can tell. I mean, it. I don't know if you're ready to go skiing or something. You know, be careful because sometimes ski equipment gets stolen out in this state. Nevertheless, it either looks like you're going to. <laughs> you're either going to. Go skiing, or you're going to go rob a bank. That was funny. Don't act like it wasn't. <laughs> what if What if I rob a bank with skis on? You might be the best bank robber of all time. I'm actually going to take it off because it's like it's kind of brutal. It's kind of itchy. I don't blame you. Matt Trent from WBRZ is our guest. Um, Matt, did you hear Shaq talk about the best athletes of all time, and he put Angel Reese number one that's the best LSU athlete of all time? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Thoughts. That's, that's, that's a tough take. That's, here's mine. That's here's mine. And you can debate either which one. Here's mine. You ready? Joe Burrow, Shaquille O'Neal, Pete Maravich, Tyron Matthew, Ben McDonald, Dylan Cruz, Simone Augustus, Todd Walker, Billy Cannon, and a tied at 10, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. So here's here's the thing is like, what are, what are we basing that off of? Are we basing it off of stats? Are we basing it I off think of everything, Matt. When you talk about an athlete, right? Like when you talk about just an overall athlete, I'm talking about on the field and off the field. Joe Burrow is not the most athletic dude that's ever walked LSU's campus. He's not more athletic, in my opinion, than maybe I, – I, I, you know, I mean, how is he more athletic than Harold Perkins? You know, Because he, it's like – because it it's kind of like that, you know, the Michael Jordan, LeBron, you know, whatever argument. People want to say Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time, and everybody uses like, oh, he's six and zero in NBA Finals, and that's and that's fair. But if we're just judging it off of championships, like Bill Russell is obviously the most accomplished, without right. doubt. But if we're going athletically, I mean. Is LeBron James the greatest athlete of all time when it comes to that? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those deals where, like, yeah, Joe Burrow had the most historic season individually and as a team ever. But if we're going by athletes, by numbers, by importance to the university, like, Jay Johnson has already said numerous times, Dylan Cruz might be the most important baseball player ever in LSU's history. I don't, And look. For what it's worth, so is Angel Reese to women's – not just sure. – You know, like sure. – and, and I'm fine with her being up there. I just am a football dude. 
And there is no way on God's green planet am I going... Matt, can I show you something? Can I show you something? Hold on. Don't leave. Where would I go? <laughs> I don't know where you would go. But am I, is this is this going to be one of those things where like the host leaves the dinner the party? Best the best LSU party? Tigers to ever live. Ever. Okay. Okay. I got this the other day. Oh, okay. It's a signed okay. Cruz jersey. Okay. They're all plastered in this office. I say that because Dylan Cruz is a top five, top six Tiger of all time. Man, he's batting 500 in the SEC. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. You know, there's, there's, you, you will get no argument. Okay, me. so Joe Burrow may be the best overall quarterback at the best position with the best team assembled in college history ever. Yeah, and I'm not like – I know I'm probably going to get a lot of blowback from this, but a he wasn't he was only at LSU for two years, right? And 2018 was kind of compared to 2019, it was pretty subpar, right? I, I don't I, I don't disagree with that. Like, but I, I mean, how many? I'm just looking. I'm just looking at. I'm looking at those people on that list. Dylan Cruz numbers have gone up every single year at LSU. Simone Augustus went to a Final Four every single year. Like, um, who at Ben McDonald, like, duh. Um, Todd, know, number Todd Walker, also duh. Yeah, duh, Todd Walker, duh. Uh, I, 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 I didn't see who else. Uh, you know, I Pete got, Maravich, like Pete Maravich, like a transcendent athlete, not just for LSU, but for basketball in general. Man, right? he's the reason they made the three-point line. Right. right. I mean, the commissioner so, in the NBA said as much, pretty much. But I'm, but what I'm getting at is like, yes, Joe Burrow is an LSU college football legend. Yes, no one's going to debate that. Is he the best of all time? Like, I kind of – what I'm getting at is like I'm looking at all those people that I just named, and they had legendary seasons every single – And season. ain't none of them. Ain't <laughs> none of them. Win a championship. I know. Like – I get it. Okay. Dude, and I totally none get it. of them assembled. None of them. Like, we talk, like, we, like, when people, here's my only argument before we get to baseball, because I think this is a great debate. My only thing with he only had one good season, I'm going to cheat just a little. No, he didn't, because he just got to a Super Bowl, right? Like, yeah, I mean, no. You, and that's, okay. And that's the thing is, like, it's, it's kind of one of those quantity versus quality arguments where, Joe Burrow's 2019 could have counted for two more seasons. Just it could have, it, Matt. It accounts for a career for me. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Yeah, he yeah. Threw, I mean, Matt. He scored yeah. 65 touchdowns. He threw for yeah. 60 touchdowns in that season. Not only yeah. that, he shattered every LSU record, every SEC record. And by the way, the SEC is the best defense of all time. Right? Best. Yeah. He yeah. made. I mean, bro. He made Kirby Smart look like a biatch. I, I just I just also think of you know we're talking about Pete Maravich, Simone Augustins, people that really transcended the sport. I mean, how many memes do we have still to this day of Joe Burrow? We have the Texas presidential wave in Austin. We have the Vanderbilt counting the touchdowns to the sideline and doing we the slit the... throw to Derek Mason, <laughs> and then Derek Mason walking up to Joe Burrow and say that was the coldest thing that anyone's ever done in his life. We have we have the um, you know the national championship when he's walking off like 
touching his finger. I mean, we have the cigar, you, we have the hat, we have Odell handing out cash. Come on, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm come on. That's that's why that's why like I'll give you know I'll give the number one spot to Joe just strictly off the social <laughs> media presence. I mean, seriously, because look like. Look! Look at the women's team. Look at the women's team. The women's basketball it's team. It's the same kind of deal in a sense. One won, won the national championship. What did Alexis Morris do as soon as she got the trophy? She went to a black couch, black leather couch, um, not a casting couch, black couch, and got the national championship trophy. Put the hat on with a cigar, propped one leg up, took a puff, and what off is, we go. What is wrong with you? What? What I just had to make sure people people want to make sure they know what kind of couch it is. It was a national championship oh couch. It was a green room couch, and she just sat on it. It was all black. <laughs> I, I have to get the facts right. All right. I don't know what the problem is. Come on, bro. You know exactly what the problem. You is. can't. You can't tell me as a grown man, a millennial man, Gen Z, whatever we are, that you show up to a place and there's an all black couch, and you're like. No, I do boom. I do that. You're asking for a black light. Let's put it that way. You're asking for a black light to see where that couch has been. 100%. Ooh. Just so ooh. Okay. Matt, I want to talk about some baseball with you. On a scale of 1 to 10, how, how, how much trouble is LSU in with this bullpen? I will, I, I, I will. I will. Yeah, I'll help you. I give it a six point five. Okay, ten being like, oh, we're screwed. Like yeah. Panic button. Well, um, well. Let me let me let me preface this because I talked about this last night. A lot of that is the unknown worry factor. Yeah. So I am overblowing this. Oh, Blake's exaggerating on his feelings. Yeah. Who would have thought? So just to give so, you a preface. Uh, so if five's average. And ten is the extreme worst. Um, I'm going seven. We're not like, oh, you know, we're fine, and we're just going to walk through the field of daisies, holding hands, seeing kumbaya, like we're great. But we're also not punching the panic button. We're right there in the middle, where we're a little bit uncomfortable. You know, we're a little bit uncomfortable because, like you said, we we don't know a whole lot. But if you follow this team and you kind of read between the lines, you know what's coming. I, I Look, I don't know anything. I don't have any other details than what Jay Johnson is telling me. But when I see Garrett Edwards throw and I see Grimace and I see arm go straight out and I see the wiggling and then I hear its elbow – and then I hear Chase Shores getting medically evaluated. Do you know how long it takes to like? It takes it takes it takes less than twelve hours to get an MRI. They know what's going on. MRI and like see, you know, Grant Taylor was a little bit of a different situation because it was before the season and it was. See, like that's the thing is like with the UCL, depending it's like any other ligament, but depending on how severe the tear is, if it's a partial tear. You can rehab a little bit and then test it out and then you'll be fine. But if it's not, a, it, you know, if it's more than a 50% tear, like you're done, like you're done, you have surgery and that's it. When I keep hearing like, no, we don't have an, we don't have, 
let's put it this way. Anytime you want to get a second opinion, it's not a good sign. And uh, that is what that that to me is what it is shaping up to be when I keep hearing, oh, they're getting medically evaluated. Well, you you go initially, and then if you don't like that result, which nine times out of ten, the doctor is telling you it's torn. Right. And you go, no, I want a second opinion. In my personal opinion, that's why it's being drug out. I don't know this for a fact. I have. Well, no I, I think you kind of do know it for somewhat of a fact because but, missing but multiple know weekends. You know, like, I mean, look, man, I don't, I don't mean that. Here's what we know about Jay. Severe injuries. Oh, well, they're out this weekend. Well, they're getting evaluated. We'll see. Guys get hurt very, like, Nate Ackenhausen, I'll give an example. Guys, Nate Ackenhausen's got a hamstring. He'll be out two to three weeks. He's all right. He's coming back, you know. And so, Jay does not sell it well enough to say that you don't know what's going on. I mean, he's definitely... He's definitely worried about it if he doesn't already know that that somebody that they're really injured, man. I mean, I, I hate to put it in any other light other than that, Matt, but I don't know how not to. I yeah, I mean, I'm I don't feel great about either one of them. I don't. And I again, don't think I, I, I cannot. Right. I cannot stress this enough. If I have gotten no insider information, there's no sources. This is just me looking at everything. This is just me being around the guys all the time, you know, this season, looking at how everything's played out. And if I'm wrong, I'll sit here and say, hey, man. I, I'm, I'm with wrong. you there, Matt. I'm with you but there, I'm, too. But, I'm, but, but that's one of the ones where I'm going to be glad that I'm wrong. I'm going to be Ex- glad that I'm wrong. Exactly. Like, you're not – and I, I think people, when they listen to, like, podcasts like this, they think that we're just like, you want these guys to be hurt because you – you know, you no. want your take to be right. No, like, dude, I'm not like, that big of a narcissist, dude. No, you like, people, people don't understand – I mean – it sucks, bro. Like, especially in a season like this, like I've sat through, like I've been the guy, the hurt guy and it sucks not being able to participate in everything because you do kind of, no matter what team you're on, you do kind of feel like a little bit of an outsider because right. you're not being able to play. You can't throw, you can't participate in team activities. You, you're constantly in the training room. You're constantly going through this, these mental gymnastics of, okay, does my arm feel good today? Well, maybe I can fast track it a little bit. Maybe I can push myself today and, you know, that'll bump up me getting back by a week or so. Bro, it is, it is, it sucks being hurt. And I will tell you that from personal experience, it sucks. Now, obviously, like LSU has some of the best resources in the country and they will be able to like help guys out a little bit better than say, you know, Joe Blow State, you know, in, in the country, but it sucks, man. And, and I'm telling you, like, it is, especially when it's a major thing like a UCL, it sucks. Yeah, Matt. I mean, we'll see. I I'm will- not again. I I want to be I want to be very clear. I'm not sitting here saying Chase Shores, Garrett Edwards torn UCL out for the season. In no way am I saying that. Am I saying that it's a possibility that it's going to be a little bit longer than a couple weeks? Yeah. Jason Tabor uh, asked about Coleman. He said Coleman won't throw this year, and and Jay was really pissed off. He he keep 
every time everybody keeps bringing up Coleman, he gets pissed off. He huffs and goes, guys, he's trying to tell you to shut up. I, I don't want. Yeah. I don't know why people Jay, keep asking about that. And and Jay, let me say this really quickly, Matt, to Jason, to Jason. That's not Jason's fault, the commenter. Jay, I mean, Jason, I, I, I don't mean that in the wrong way. I'm talking about yeah. the media that's aired there every day. He's told everybody to stop, pretty much stop asking it, and Javen Coleman's not throwing. And anybody with a pulse should have known that. That's not to you, Jason Tabor, on the, the comments. But, Matt, you get what I'm saying here. I mean, Yeah, he, and I mean, and look, every, every other, I, I would say every couple weeks, like we ask him, it comes up, hey, what's Javen Coleman's status? He said Monday that he will pitch this season. He doesn't know when. Um, I I don't see where a – I mean, look, we're, we're gearing toward – how many SEC seasons? I mean, serious have we had? Four? Four, yeah. Four? So, we're, we're, we're already almost midway through the season, SEC slate, okay? I don't – this is me again. This is me, my opinion. I don't see the value in bringing him. My bad. Our lights went out. <laughs> God, I was like, "Is that me? I'm connected to my Wi-Fi." No, um, no, my uh, the the we've been having internet issues, and then our lights flickered on and off. So that's that's one thousand percent my my issue. All right, have you been drinking point, that much where you're almost about to fall, bro? I'm hammered, bro. Hammered. All right, I'm um, clipping that and putting it on Twitter. Um. But my thing is, is like, I just don't see the value of bringing him in three quarters of the way through the season. Cause that, I mean, that's what it sounds like when he's going to throw. And if he throws midweek, like, whatever, that's great. And, and that'll be. But you don't know him. what he, you're going to get with him either. You have no, you have no clue. And I, for me, it would, if, if I'm, Jay Johnson or a coach, I'm bringing him along. I'm getting him healthy, and then I'm sending him to summer ball. And so, excuse me, so he gets live competition, live ABs, and he's good to go for the fall where he can compete for a spot. Because cause you throw him in in a game, you know, whatever, even if it's grambling or whoever midweek and he gets ramped up and throws and has a setback, then what have you done? What's the, what's the point? Like what, like what really, what's the point? It's, I I don't know, but Jay, Jay said he's going to throw this year. He just doesn't know when. But he came out yesterday and said, guys, I've, you know, he's not, he's not going to pitch this year. So So that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm kind of like Jay, like I'm. Again, Man, if they're not on this team right now, I don't expect them to come back. You know what I mean? Like I I, I just I just don't. All right, want to ask you about Kentucky in baseball. I'm going to give you a comparison of who I think Kentucky could be this year. You ready? Notre Dame of last season. 
they could take down a Tennessee two out of three and, and make some stuff happen. You know why I say that? They have 21 players that are three years or more, okay, inside the program or just have been in other baseball like they're seniors, graduate seniors, stuff like that. You know who had the same exact number last year? Notre Dame. Do you know at this point last year, Notre Dame had the same exact batting average? Did you know that at this time last year, they had the same cumulative team ERA? Now that, my friend, is what you call deep statistics. Yesterday, I got called out, Matt, saying Kentucky wasn't that good. This is a really damn good weekend. Am I am I crazy it, here? It is. It it is a good weekend. I think also Kentucky number one in the country in RPI, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're number one in five? the yeah they're number one or top five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I I do talk to a lot of people and I and I get mixed reviews. I you know they got a staff ERA. I think they're are, are they they're leading the SEC in like ERA with like yeah they have two relievers that have eight appearances or more that have not allowed to earn run this season. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, pitch it a little bit. I, Something is just telling me that, like, the hitting stats are a little inflated for some reason. I don't disagree with that. They had a big, uh, horrible non-conference. The, so, same, the same argument's been thrown out at Dylan Cruz a little bit, too, now. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you are one of these people that thinks the only reason that Dylan Cruz is batting over 500 is because he had a soft non-conference schedule, you're brain dead. I you're, agree. You're, 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 you're Look, I was, I was very fortunate enough coming up in um, travel ball and high school to play with two of the, like, two of the best hitters that I've ever seen in person. Um, both obviously are North Carolina guys. Dustin Ackley, who was the number two overall pick out of North Carolina behind Steven Strasburg, and that was, what, 2010, 2011, right. I think? Okay. And then Kyle Seeger, who was a third rounder that year, who just retired a couple years ago with the Mariners, um, had a very long Major League Baseball career, especially in Seattle. Stayed with Seattle, I think, the entire his entire career. Um Unbelievable hitters. Dylan Cruz makes them look like retarded chimpanzees. <laughs> I don't think you can use that word even on here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, and, and, I, and look, I, I love both those guys. Like, <laughs> great dude. I think, I think I'll have to go back and look. I, for the longest time, maybe even to this day, Dustin Ackley still held the College World Series record for batting average at like yeah, I, yeah, I think like something wild like that. Okay, I think your boy, your boy at Ole Miss, what was it? Uh, broke it last year because he was like hitting like five hundred, some some wild like that. Okay, You're right. Dylan Cruz is head and shoulders above both of them. I'm sorry, Kyle, Dustin, I love you both, but head and shoulders. I've just, I've just never. Hey, Dustin Ackley, Matt Trent thinks you suck. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 
no, no. He no, no. thinks you're ass, bro. No, no. Dustin Ackley, the pride of Stokes County, North Carolina. I do not think you suck. Love you. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that's how good Dylan Cruz is, okay? And, like, I, I, always, I always liken it like this. Have you ever seen, in the three years Dylan Cruz has been here, have you ever seen him take an off-balance swing? Yes. No, you haven't. Yeah, he did. You've we... seen him get fooled. You've seen him get fooled. But have you seen one of these, like, ass out, like, lunge in or something? No, you haven't. Never. You've never seen – you've seen Dylan Cruz swing and miss. You've seen Dylan Cruz get fooled. He did do that have, this, this past weekend, though. Have you seen Dylan Cruz take an off-balance swing to where he's never – fully intent on hitting a baseball no you know what i kept getting distracted by all weekend the left-handed batter from uh from south carolina who every time uh, he would do this he would and then his hips would thrust he like he was <laughs> he was giving a little hump in the you know and y'all you didn't notice that no uh -uh. He, he would sit there with an open stance and he would rock and then he would come when he comes back up he'd give a little hip thrust and do like that. <laughs> Look, I think. Hold on, like hold on, hold on. For Saturday, me and Megan are sitting on the couch watching it, and she goes, "Is he dry humping?" <laughs> Look, man. Whatever works. Look, I think I think stuff like that is so hilarious because that's why I love watching the Little League World Series when a team plays Japan. You see those dudes for Japan, they just get up and they, well, they just get up and they just yell at the pitcher. You know, oh, they yeah. get up and then it's like, ah! <laughs> and, and like, you see that for the first time at 12 years old, you're like, nah, man. And, so, and yeah, some of them 12 year olds, their birth certificates are written in crayon. I'm 12 and with a hundred dollars yeah. cash, you know well, I mean? I think, I think because see every year they do something different. Like I'm honestly at this point, I'm waiting for them to just bring a samurai sword out and just go straight through the heart before. <laughs> <end of> <laughs> just, just kamikaze mission, samurai sword oh straight through God. the heart and step in the box. I hope you that don't make it to ESPN. Cause someone will clip this and say, a former or, or, or full, yeah, a former ESPN host Matt Durant yeah. talked about twelve-year-olds no, and no, samurai I mean, swords. You watch, you watch Williamsport every year. Those Japanese kids are crazy disciplined, and that's how they get in the zone. They get in there and they do a samurai war cry in the box. Works pretty good, in my opinion. All right, it does. All right, last thing. I, I was going to talk about Zion because I'm going to go watch the game that starts today. Oh, uh, don't let me. Let me. Okay. First off, let me. Can I can I can I finish? Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna do a Zion Williamson take, but I I want to I want to have this take with you. Now you can you can go. I think what we need to do for me to really unleash this is to have resident New Orleans Homer and my colleague Corey Rolden on because he was one of these guys from the very beginning that was like the pelicans are gonna make the finals <laughs> oh my God. they're gonna be in the finals it's like... 
<laughs> Blake, look. You did look. not just mock that man on the open look, airways. Look, look. All, all, pre, all pre, look. Listen to me. Listen to me. All preseason, I had to hear all that stuff coming out of New Orleans. Like, oh, Pelicans going to the finals. Go ahead, go ahead and book it. They're going to the finals. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking like, I, I, Corey will tell you this. I made a bet. I'll tell you this right now. I made a bet with Corey Rolden before, before the season started. Shook on it and everything. I said, not only will the Pelicans not make the finals, they won't make the conference finals. We shook on it. Told him before the season started. Everything coming out of New Orleans, they're going to make the finals. <laughs> Blake. Blake, listen to me. Please stop. Blake, listen, though, but listen to me, though. I, I'll be totally honest. I watch very minimal NBA basketball, okay? I watch very minimal Pelicans basketball outside of, like, if it's a big game, whatever. The few Pelicans games that I've watched, you correct me if I'm wrong, I looked at that team and I go, number one, Zion can't stay healthy. Can't do it. Brandon Ingram top 15, maybe top 10 player in the league, also has some issues with staying healthy. Uh, Herb Jones, on the Herb! What, he's streaky. He'll he'll go two or three games, like 25, 20 point, and then, we, and then he's in witness protection. <laughs> CJ McCollum, really good. He's the only consistent one that's out on the court just because he's out on the court. I don't do that team and I go, they're, they're one of the finals. They're going to the finals. What are you saying? They're going to be there. <laughs> no, they're not. What are you saying? Right. What do you think of Zion's take? Last question. I got to get you out of here. What do you think of Zion's take? What, the take that he's not mentally prepared to come back now? Yes. You're fat. <laughs> that that's That's what I think. Oh, Again, God. Blake, Blake, listen to me. I watch very minimal NBA basketball. Ray Charles can look at Zion and go, bro, you're out of shape. Matt, it's just, the, simple it's just fact, it the simple fact that Zion came out and said in any remote or formal way, but he was that blunt, I'm 100% healthy but I'm not coming back until I'm Zion is probably one of the worst things I've ever heard. Look, I, I worked in college. And, and by the almost, way, we had Ed Orgeron as our head coach. I worked in college station for three years. So I know what delusion looks like pretty well. Okay. That dude's delusional. He's delusional. He's delusional. I'm not coming back. Tom's like, well, when are you going to come back? What like what what's well, the and, and here's another thing, Matt. If I'm a teammate of that dude and I hear you're 100 percent healthy, and you're not going to come when we're in a playing game to make the playoffs. By the way, Matt, these guys get bonuses for making the playoffs. Now you're talking about money in dudes' pockets. Like just because your contract's guaranteed doesn't mean Herb Jones's is. Like, bro, my man, my man is excited. If they make, you know, when they make the playoffs, he's taking that bonus check and going straight to Cafe Demar, man. 
he's going straight there. All that powdered sugar just everywhere. Just, just come on. Like, let's be real. Let's be, let's, let's, let's be, let's be honest with ourselves. He's fat. He's out of shape. And I don't know, honestly, and, and I shouldn't be probably harder because maybe it is like really something going on. Like maybe if it is, I, I a, if like, it is a mental, mental, mental illness. Okay. You know, like that, that, that's fine. Like, yes, then, then we can lay off him and take the gloves off a little bit and, and that's fine. Um, but dude, come on, man. You know, like you said, when you say that and you say, well, I'm not, I'm not mentally ready to come back. And I get it. Like I just said, being hurt sucks. And it has been horrible to see him come out and, excuse me, start the year like he did, dominate. Pelicans are just rocking everybody in the NBA. And then he goes down, and then it's just been straight down with him. So I get it. It's probably hard because he probably feels a little bit responsible for it. Uh, That's a tough tough ask for a kid. I get it. But also – Got to look at it and go, what am I doing or not doing that's keeping me out of more games in a year than what I'm actually playing? Man, he's okay? played 39% of his games. Dude, you I mean, I 37%. Mean, excuse me, 37% of his games. Matt, we can't – and everybody's like, you can't compare Zion making $200 million to you making $60,000 a year. He can say that to his bosses. You can't. That's not true. It's all if, relevant. It, 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 because if I'm making my boss a hundred thousand dollars a year, and I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year, or I'm making him a million dollars a year, and I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, it, it's the same thing. I can't tell him that I'm going to be here thirty-seven percent of the time. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it's just like you know, in a, in a very small way of like what you and I do. Okay, if I'm, you know, not taking care of myself or whatever, and I'm constantly sick and I'm hurt and I can't show up to work then that's more work on my colleagues. Then that's more work on the people that I work with. That's also them not being able to have time with their family and their significant others. I mean. Exactly. So, I mean, it really is. It's all relevant. Yeah, I'm not getting paid $200 million. But in terms of my job and proportionally what they're paying me versus whatever, uh, it equates pretty equally. Right. It equates pretty equally. Hey, but, but remember, they're going to the finals. They're going to be there. The Pelicans are going there. Mount Zion, baby. We're going through the top. I'm going to be honest. It's uncanny how much you sound like Corey Rolden. All right, like, I got what are, All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just like, what are we actually doing? I ask this question a lot at work. Like, what are we actually doing? Like, did, did, okay, honestly, did you really think that Beginning of the year, you know, if everyone was healthy, did you really think the Pelicans were going to be in the NBA Finals? I never think the Pelicans are going to be in the NBA Finals. Nobody with a right mind thinks that the Pelicans are going to be in the NBA Finals. What are we actually doing? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think know. everyone should ask themselves that when they come to a crossroads. You know, you or- know what? I, you know what I think too. To, to end this, and we we'll pick this up after this LSU weekend series. Sometimes I feel like that about LSU when people say that they're going all the way, and I'm like, no, we're not. Uh, you know what? And I said, I, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it, and it's that literally I got to let you go. 
It's how I felt about every time someone used the one name Miles Brennan. Uh, I'm 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 going to disagree with you. That that's a tough take too. That's a tough take. No, Matt. Last off season, they were saying he was the White Hope. Not only was he the White Hope, he can't even hit a duck. Much less he posting shit on YouTube. He can't even hit a duck. How that, you gonna that, that, how you gonna lead a man running a four four flat over the middle and you can't hit a duck with a shotgun? That's a that's a tough. I I think LSU baseball making it to Omaha and Miles Brennan. I didn't I didn't say LSU making it to Omaha. I said how people think about LSU sometimes in general. See, oh, you're, oh, oh, see, oh, oh, no, oh, oh. but so, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. Your ass thought I was talking about LSU baseball because you had that same thought. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. See, that's what we call. Never mind, I got to tell you what here's, we call it. Here's, here's hold on, we got, I got to tell you what we call here's, that off air. You thought about that, not me. Here's what I love about you, though, is like you are the <laughs> king of thinly veiled takes. And then, like, that instance when people come at you, you're like, I didn't say LSU baseball. I didn't say it. But I didn't. In the dark recesses of your mind, you were like, all right, how am I going to get this LSU baseball take off and piss a lot of people off? <laughs> and that's what you did. And, and, and props, like, no, not, I mean, I'm upset at myself because I fell for it. I was like, oh, he's talking about LA. You're like, no, I'm not talking about LSU baseball. Not talking about LSU baseball. The, the king of thin, like, thinly veiled takes. I respect it. Hey, look. I scare everybody by screaming at them sometimes, and then they're like, oh, go ahead, boy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I respect it. It's, it's, it is a, it is a, your mind a, went there, though, because I didn't say it. See, you're doing it again. You're doing it. I didn't say it. Hey, Matt. I didn't say it. Look, Matt, you're, you're about to get married. Like it, huh? You're about to get married? Yeah. You will learn how to master that skill too, my friend. I'm just saying, you are, you are the guy, like, you're the security guard or, like, the bouncer that comes at somebody aggressive. It's like, get the hell out of my face. You know, like, big dick energy. <laughs> and then when that person shows that same type of energy... You're like, no, sir. Why are Why are you upset, sir? Calm down, <laughs> sir. Sir, like that. That is that is one hundred percent you. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. Like the like the dude that just got little man syndrome from the get go, and it's like, get out of my face, like cussing you out. Oh like, no, dude. I don't have little man syndrome. No, but I'm saying. I mean, you openly know you, that I vehemently uppercutted a dude and broke my hand, like. Well, I'm just, Seven months I'm just ago. saying, then when that, that person comes at you and you're like, all right, dude, like, let's go. Let's, let's square up. Like, come on. And then the guy's like, sir, like victim mode engage. Like, sir, 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 please. You do not need to act like this, sir. Sir, calm down. That is Blake. That is the story of Blake Rafino in a nutshell. Not talking about LSU baseball. Didn't say it. You said it. You thought it. I inferred it. Not the same thing. Go be with your loved ones. See you next week, Matt. <laughs> We're out of here. Peace. Matt, stick around.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.